Hi, I'm Amanda McClooney. And I'm April Klimkevich, and this is Her Step Forward, where we share stories from women who step up, step out, and step forward into careers and lives they love. Lillian Santini is the founder and creative director at Lillian Santini Online Marketing, where she combines more than a decade of experience in the language and translation industry with her passion for design and strategic branding. Growing up in Brazil, learning English gave her the confidence to take a leap of faith and move to New York City in her early 20s to pursue new opportunities. Learning a new language opened doors for her to develop skills as a marketing and project management professional for international brands and translation companies. When she's not perfecting her clients' brands, you'll find her taking walks through Miami's vibrant neighborhood of Coral Gables, visiting art galleries, or in the kitchen making her favorite Brazilian pastries. And on a personal note, Lillian and I are former neighbors and also spent time in the same young professionals organization in Coral Gables. And Lillian, we are so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here with you guys. Yes. Welcome. Amanda's told me a lot about you and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Thank you. Lillian, to get us started, one of the things that we mentioned in in your bio is that you were born in a very small town in Brazil, but you moved to New York as a young adult and then to Miami just a few years ago. Can you tell us a little about your international journey and also a bit about what you've learned along the way? Sure. Um, So I grew up in Brazil in a town that when I left my town, we were probably 7,000 people. But my mother, who is a teacher, my my father as well, I grew up in a household of teachers. She was very intrigued and very adventurous on her own way about learning more about other cultures. But she didn't really have the opportunity to move forward with her dreams and conquer the world. So for me, I grew up always noticing that I was allowed to dream. And my dream was to travel and to see other countries and other places and also learn about their culture. So I made that happen in a sense that I really pushed myself to learn English from books and and to listen to music. And when there was an opportunity to get into an English school, I did. So I was able to find a program that I could afford to go to New York City as an au pair. And that completely changed my life. I had just finished college. I I had plans to start my master's degree in Brazil, but I decided to take a leap of faith and move to New York City and take care of two kids while I could also go to a university and and take a course in international marketing. That was a wonderful decision. It was not easy, but it made me grow in so many ways that I cannot even tell you. Right. I love that. And um, I can't imagine being born in a country and, and moving at such a young age. I mean, that's a very tremendous step and that did take a big leap of faith. And you must have quite the sense of adventure to do it. Yes, I didn't know anybody. I actually, I jumped in a plane with $80 and just knowing that I would have somebody to host me, but I didn't know anything about New York. I I didn't know a lot about the American culture because when you read books and when you watch movies, it's very far away from the actual experience. So everything was very new to me. But at the same time, I was elated because 
since I was in this au pair program, I was always in touch with people from all over the globe. I had friends from Europe, from Asia, from South America, Central America, everywhere. And that really brought a lot of value to my experience, especially on the first year, because you get to see how everybody is different, but at the same time, we are all the same. And that was a huge discovery for me that helped my self-discovery and that made me grow as a leader, as a person, and as somebody that just want to grow a community. Lillian, I have to agree with you. I am an avid traveler. And every time I touch down in a new country, I realize how similar we are. Yeah, there are differences, but it's amazing how similar we are as people all over the world. And I, I love that you have also discovered that in your way, because I feel that that's something that yeah. is so important to me as well. Recently, yeah. from um, what I understand, you decided to leave the safety net of a stable job in the corporate world and start your own branding and design business focused on the language industry. Taking that leap is, right. I'm sure, a big change and, you know, maybe it wasn't the easiest decision. So what made you go for it? You know, I felt that most of the jobs I worked, most of the places I worked for and people that I worked for, I really enjoyed the experience and I learned a lot from them. But I was feeling a little constricted in the fact that I wanted to do more I want to explore all the skills and, and all the capabilities I knew I had. And when you have a job description, it's really hard to do that because people expect you to be doing some tasks and focus only on that. And I am really big into pushing boundaries, especially my own. So for me, in order to do that, I needed to leave and I needed to start something that I can be constantly reinventing myself and at the same time, getting better in what I already am good at. So that was one of the biggest reasons why I decided to take the leap and work for myself. I wanted to be able to help people, but also not be grounded in one specific thing. Like when I started my company, I was really focused on social media. But then on the process, like I've noticed that I really like branding and strategy sessions. So. It's not that I left social media on the side, but I am really having fun and seeing a lot of progress on people that I'm able to coach on their way. And if I was working for another company, I would not get the chance to do so many things like I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Right. I think probably a lot of people feel that same way and that working for someone else and especially in the corporate world, you're often kind of pigeonholed into the role that you're doing. And it is, you know, oftentimes like very hard to get that opportunity to expand your skills and, and try something new. So, um, I applaud you for, yeah. for making this, you know, probably kind of a scary decision at times, but I'm so glad yeah. that you did it. Thank you. Yeah. It's not easy. I was not a hundred percent ready. But what I feel that a lot of people don't understand is that there is no such a thing as the perfect moment. There will never be the perfect moment. You are the one that needs to step up and say, I am doing this and I'm going to be the person that I want to be. Mm -hmm. And 
things are not going to align for you. You are the one that needs to align with your dream. You are the one that needs to see what's out there and get inspired and go do things. If you are planning on starting a business, start hanging out with people that are doing that. Experience that through other people. Ask for their opinion. Mingle with those that actually can inspire you to take that step because life is too short. We need to make sure that we are doing what we love. That's beautiful advice. Yes. And Lillian, so I think also like one of the things that that comes to mind about taking such a a big risk and a big change, you know, for for us on the outside looking in, we see you and we we see your success, but we don't always see the obstacles. So can you tell us a little bit about some of those highs and lows in your path to being an entrepreneur? Absolutely. This is a constant battle. This is something that we face every day um, as business owners. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be from one day to another. During the day, I have so many different feelings about how I'm doing. I can wake up very optimistic because I know that I have this client that I'm going to be helping. But then you step into some insecurities. Am I doing the best I could be doing? Is this something that I really should be doing financially wise? Sometimes you are not where you want to be. But then when you step outside of the situation and you look at everything, you see that it's worth it. It's not easy. You you are constantly seeking to perfect your trade. You are constantly doing networking events and trying to meet more people It can be exhausting at times, but for me, it's more exhausting to go home after a night to five and say, I am not doing what I'd like to be doing. So being tired, like right now, I don't have a voice and this is not because I'm sick. This is due to exhaustion. And that's fine because I know that I am working towards not only a dream, but a vision that I have that is taking shape because I am willing to overcome the challenges that I see. It's okay to have a challenge. Having a challenge is what pushes you forward. But if you don't have to make them stop you. You are always going to have a fear. You are always going to have a challenge. The beauty of it is to go and do it anyway. Well, Lillian, we appreciate you taking the time to meet with us, even though we know you are so busy. And you'd mentioned before we started recording that you're volunteering today and that you're taking a break from volunteering to record with us. So we know that volunteering in your local community is really important to you. So talk to us about why. Why do you like to give back through volunteering? I love volunteering because it's a way for us to see the progress of others and how you are able to contribute. I am on the board of directors of AIGA, which is an association um, for designers, and we have a Miami chapter, which is wonderful. And today we are doing an event called Poster Fest here at the, the Wolfsonia in Miami Beach. I love volunteering with them because I am able to give some of my expertise to the board and to the community and show um, and just be able to to help out, you know, but I do other things. I feel that volunteering doesn't really have to be necessarily with an organization. What has been happening lately and it's happening naturally and I 
I was quite surprised in the beginning, but I have women coming to me and they are willing to just have meetings with me once in a while and have me as a mentor. And I never saw myself as a mentor, but I am just happy to sit with them and brainstorm and be able to help them overcome their challenges and just give my opinion, my honest opinion, and get them to grow and move forward with their own ideas. So to me, this is very rewarding. I think that's the word, you know. You lift yourself up when you lift others. And I live for that. I was a teacher back in Brazil at some point, and I've always been very involved with the community wherever I am. I actually started a, a community on Facebook called the Translators Marketing Collective, where I talk to translators and I help them to develop their brand and come up with ideas out of the box so that they can stand up for themselves and get visibility online to attract more clients. And I get so much joy out of that. So this is a goal. And eventually, when I have more time and I am better positioned on the market, I want to be able to found my own nonprofit and help women train themselves, especially housewives, and they need an income and they cannot leave the house because they have kids. I want to be able to train those women so that they can pick up a trade and work from home and provide for their families as well. I love the idea that supporting others helps everybody get better. And there's a quote that I really like, a rising tide lifts all ships. And I think that that's one of the reasons that Amanda and I started this podcast as well, to highlight stories of women like you and the other wonderful women that we've spoken with so that everybody can know what we're all doing and so that we can be maybe mentors for women who don't know anybody to reach out to. And so Mm -hmm. I just love the work that you're doing. And I think it's really beautiful that you're benefiting the community, that you're making money, that everybody wins. Yes. And on a yes. personal note, Lillian, you, you really are a great mentor. You know, I, I know I've known you for a few years now, so I've been able to bounce things off of you, you know, about my job or my career, or even about this podcast as April and I were launching. So I think that you're absolutely following something that you really are filled with some pretty awesome insights. So I, I love that you're sharing that skill and that talent with other women as well. Thank you. I appreciate that, Amanda. <laughs> of course. So Because I know that you're doing so much and you have your business, you have your volunteer work, you have a social life, you make quality time with your husband. How do you balance it all and still find time to ground yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, I like to say that if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't happen. (laughs) So (laughs) it never happened. It will not happen. So I actually have three different calendars. So I make sure that everything was captured and then I put everything in one place. So I was not always like that. But lately, what I I really make a priority to take care of myself. This is something I'm really working on and I haven't perfected yet. But I make sure that I put my downtime on a calendar as well. So that I know that even if I work on the weekends, I'll pick one day 
like this today, today I'm working. So tomorrow I'm not going to be working Mm -hmm. so that I have time to spend with my husband so that I have some time to meditate. Lately, I have been doing some things that might be questionable to other people. Like I've been going for a walk and then I hug a tree because I feel that the tree is, is helping me ground myself and things like that. They really make a difference because if your cup is empty, you cannot pour to other people's cups. So I wanna I wanna make sure that my cup is full so that I can I can keep giving to other people as well. And if you are coming from a place of lack, you are not giving yourself the best you can. So we need to take care of ourselves. That's how I'm doing it. I just make sure that I schedule my time. And I honor myself, you know? I love that. That's really great how you referred to it as um, if, if, if your own cup is empty, then you can't fill someone else's cup. So that's really, uh, I, I really like the way that you put that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it's good that you realize where you are in that journey. And I think that a lot of people think that there is a time when you have arrived and you'll have the perfect work-life balance and you'll never get flustered again. And I think that it's a continual journey that we all struggle with and we have to come up with ways that work for each of us to stay grounded. And I like that you realize that it is where you are in the journey rather than thinking like, okay, I'm going to get there one day. It's more like, okay, this is where it is today. So I, I really like that. Yeah. To be honest, a few years ago, for me, the destination was the most important thing. And I am so glad I realized that the journey is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. The way that you react to things and the way that you carry yourself in an everyday basis makes the entire difference in your journey, you know? Absolutely. I love that. And I think that's a theme that we've seen come up multiple times as we talk to women for the podcast, they're realizing that the focus isn't on some future time. The focus is on right now. Am I happy right now? So I think that's really powerful. Exactly. Maybe you yes. can share with us your best piece of advice for other women who are looking to take their next step forward, whether that's just something that has helped you get through it or a, a book or a tool that you would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your best piece of advice? I feel that something that really helped me and might help others is to be more than do. So. I used to be a project manager and I am very goal oriented. So it's really nice to have your list of tasks and just do, 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 do. But it's really important to step into your being and then be the person that you want to become. So if you want to become something, you have to start feeling like that person that you want to become. And I feel that journaling is a big deal for that, creating a vision board, just experience what you want to be, experience who you want to become, and that's going to put you on a track to actually have that in your life. You are going to start attracting the right people. You are going to start seeing things from a different perspective and get to discover opportunities that were there the entire time, but you just didn't see them. It's very important to have goals, 
but you also have to be able to empower yourself because everything that you need to be, it's already within. You just have to let that surface. And this has been a very important discovery in my life. And I wish that everybody has the opportunity to look inside and discover the strength to be who they want to be, you know? Absolutely. And I think taking that time and creating the space to look inside, I I agree with you 100% that that is one of the most important things that we can do when we're thinking about our own journey and when we're also thinking about how we're going to contribute on a larger scale and our reason for being. So I that definitely yeah. resonates with me. Great. So I think that's it for our questions today. Um, we want to say thank you to everyone for joining us. And thank you so much to you, Lillian, for taking time to share your story with us. Absolutely. That was a pleasure. For us as well. As always, we are looking forward to sharing more stories soon. In the meantime, check out our website at herstepforward.com or follow us on Instagram at herstepforward for all the latest updates. If you'd like to reach out to us, shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at info at herstepforward.com. See you next time.